0: Hello.
1: Hey, Tommy, how are you? Uh,
0: I'm awesome. How are you?
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for making the time to talk Uh, to
0: us. (laughs) Yeah, no problem at all.
1: Hey, congratulations on the brand new album, Andro. Two years of work. Describe the feeling the first couple of weeks after you've put an album out. What does that feel like?
0: I mean, it's awesome. It's finally out, so you feel like, you know, it's like I can let go of it. The one thing that is is different about this one for some reason. And I don't know why, but after working on a record, you've heard it like, Jesus, probably thousands of times. You're kind of over it by then. Mm. And for some reason with this record, I still listen to it. And that's really unusual because you're usually burnt out and kind of tired of it by the time it's released and done. So I still listen to it and I still dig it. So that's that's a really unusual but really good time.
1: The reason you probably love listening to it is because it's so varied. I mean, you've got such a wide range of guest vocalists on there, including Lucas Rossi. What an awesome surprise to know that you guys are still working together.
0: I'll probably always work with that guy. He's so talented, and I'm I'm such a fan of, of Prince, and he's got that beautiful falsetto, and he's got that kind of vibe. So I'll always do stuff with Lukey. I love him now. He kills it.
1: When you think back to Rockstar Supernova, wasn't Mark Burnett a genius to to come up with a show concept like that?
0: I know. That was fun, right? It was the only show with real music on primetime we do not really have any. I mean, I think we had, like, American Idol, which is bullshit karaoke. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. this is a real show with real musicians and a band, and it was really a cool show. I remember having a blast doing it, and it was like, ah, oh, we need this on primetime television. There's nothing like it, you know? <laughs> That's
1: so good. Um, so with this new album, did you write the songs with a vocalist in mind? Did you have a wish list or did you just create the song and then think, who would suit this and then approach them?
0: The way it worked would, you know, I would have the music written and midway through I'd be like, Oh, this is perfect for so and so or so and so will just smash this. So it would tap another mid track or once the song was finished it would be, you know, crystal clear, It'd be like, Oh, this is perfect and then I would just kind of just go towards the person's voice that I was hearing on it.
1: And who would ever turn down Tommy Lee like nobody eh? ever? Uh- <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe not, I don't know, but it was cool, you know, and and it was fun because for the first time I didn't work with, you know, a bunch of super well-known artists like I did with my Methods of Mayhem project, you know, a lot of these people... I've been fans of, but not a whole lot of people know about them, so it was kind of fun to do that too, and hopefully I've turned some people on to uh, a new artist here or there, you know, I think that's really cool too. Because
1: you've got such a massive Motley fan base already, and I love that you don't feel a need to just keep making music for them, and that said, a lot of rock fans do cross over, I mean, I think back to when you were here in Auckland five years ago, a lot of Motley Crew fans after the show then came to your DJ set and were loving it.
0: Yeah, that it's cool. You know, I I've been trying to not convert, but like I've been trying to like open their their minds to different kinds of music. You know, all the crew fans are pretty much, you know, metalheads and just big rock and I've for the longest time that via my drum solos or in Motley's music I've tried to interject some Current sounding stuff. That's always a hope. I know I'm always because I'm people. Sometimes are so close-minded, mm. and I, I feel like I gotta drag them along and go, "Come on, check this out. <laughs> this is fucking amazing. You'll dig this. I promise you."
1: You <laughs> I mean you're very creative. I mean, I know you took a year off after the Motley tour ended, and and being the creative person you are, when you're on hiatus, like, does your brain ever switch off, or were you already creating this album in your mind even during that break?
0: Well, you know, during the break, I really, really told myself that I was going to just disconnect I mean I was I just come off a really long tour and I didn't want to hear any music and I I just wanted to not not do think hear anything like that and I wanted to you know knowing that that was Motley's last tour I wanted to be fresh and just completely reset and not influenced by anything so I made it just about a year until I just got a ton of ideas started coming, and I was like, okay, here we go, let's do this.
1: Because you never really go away, because obviously all well, your Motley Crue songs are still on the radio, I mean, and then you get things like this Post Malone and Tali Yahoo song, the, the Tommy Lee song from a few months oh, ago. I mean, is there any bigger yeah. compliment than a couple of 25-year-old kids, I mean, Post is obviously one of the biggest artists around, writing a song called Tommy I
0: Lee? I know, I know. You know I pinch myself <laughs> on a regular basis, because honestly... That is so cool. You know, I mean, I've, I've known Post for a couple of years and I've I played on his Beer Beerbongs and Bentleys um, record. <laughs> yeah. But the fact for those guys to write a song and call it Tommy Lee and just, I don't know, man. It's, it's even weird to talk about it. It's just so bizarre to me, man. Mm-hmm. But it's cool as shit. Like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> You know, when they told me about it and I heard the song, I was freaked out and loved it. And and they asked me to remix it. And it took me about all of one millisecond to say, yes, Of course. Mm. Uh, Let me at it.
1: (laughs) And then I saw pictures um, just on the internet a couple of days ago, even Duff McKagan's daughter and her boyfriend went dressed as you and Pam for Halloween. I mean, you are just icons.
0: I I, (laughs) I saw that. I was like, oh, that's adorable.
1: Yeah, you, you really That's resonate so cool. with the younger generations, don't you? I mean, God, Machine Gun Kelly portraying you in the dirt. I mean, he's 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 got so much respect for you. I heard that he even took a few months of drum lessons just so he could pay the best service to you that he could in that film.
0: Yeah, he he was so gun ho. Like he just was like, dude, I'm gonna make you proud. I'm gonna fucking nail this. Mm. And like he really went like the extra distance. I don't know kind of work goes into researching somebody for a role but I would imagine personality wise and and stuff that would be probably pretty easy to figure out since we're very similar Mm. actually personality wise and body type and all that kind of stuff but to go and take you know three or four months of drum lessons and to to learn how I twirl and how I do that stuff that's not what he does so that kind of dedication was just like dude that's Mm. that's pretty amazing that he did that
1: yeah, yeah, he, he nailed it. It was it was it was very well cast, I thought. Yeah. Um and of course you're also relatively newly married. Congratulations. We love Brittany. Now caviar on uh, a paper plate. Thank you. Of course, yeah. she did she have your car wrapped in the album cover as a surprise to celebrate the album, or was that just done for the video?
0: Yeah, no, she did. Wow. And at first I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> and then later it was all part of a a plan I got let in on afterwards and I was like oh okay cool because I was like oh my god no like I mean it's awesome and it was wonderful but at the same time I was like I don't I can't drive this around (laughs) like this is
1: that is is that a Rolls is it a Rolls Royce
0: yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah I can imagine driving that around Calabasas everyone would know
0: oh my god we did We, (laughs) we went driving around and it was crazy it's so like I mean you can see the thing coming down the street bright pink and blue yeah. just you can see the thing a mile away and people are like
1: "Tommy" and I was
0: like "Oh my god I wanted to hide" is insane is it insane
1: It's gorgeous it's a very cool <laughs> album cover I love it I mean the album's great the album cover's great just congratulations on another masterpiece you just continually surprise uh,
0: Oh, that's sweet. Thank you so much. I'm, and it makes me really happy that you that you like the record. That's super cool. Oh,
1: man, of course. Um, I just have to tell you, actually, um, mm-hmm. before you go, one of the most memorable nights of my life um, was going to see Motley Crue in Auckland about five years ago. And after the show, me and my girlfriend went to the club where you were DJing. And um, the promoter brought ah. us backstage for a couple of drinks. And after your set, I got to meet you and you were doing this whole sort of no photos thing at the time you're like let's just chat you know no photos like old school and i remember saying to you at the time i said uh. um, i said tommy if i go to the radio station tomorrow and tell everyone that i met you and there's no photos no one's gonna believe me and so you broke your own rule and you took a photo with us and wow man i was i was on oh. high for weeks after that
0: <laughs> that's a, I, that's awesome i I kind of remember that because I'm, I'm like kind of strict when it comes to that because I just feel like I get it. You know, like if people don't take a picture with you, no one's going to believe it. If you make that like a open policy, then it ends up you end up, you know, after the show, the last thing you want to do is like just sit around and take a bunch of photos. So I would just typically not not do that just so I could actually talk to people and socialize and hang out. But, but I could tell you were like, no one's going to believe me. Can we just do this? <laughs> and you have to know. <laughs> I know and it, I get
1: it. It's It was probably my most liked photo ever on Instagram. So for that, I thank you.
0: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: oh, that's so, uh, rad. so cool yeah. talking to you, man. I'm <laughs> just absolutely honored. You're always such a pleasure to talk to. You're just such an icon. And um, I feel very fortunate uh-huh. to get on the phone with you. So thank you so much.
0: Oh, that's so sweet. You're welcome. And, and, uh, you be be safe out there. I hope that we uh, get back to some sort of normal. I don't know if it, it, it was ever normal, but I hope that uh, we get over there sometime next year to come and play again. So that would be rad. I fucking love New Zealand. It's so beautiful there, man. I really, really love that place. <laughs> the place is so beautiful.
1: Thanks, Tommy Lee.
0: Okay. Okay, <laughs> Bye. thank you. Bye-bye.